What's up, guys, and welcome back to Unified Mood. Uh, once again, I am so happy that you have decided to join me here today. It has been a wild week. It, there, I feel like there is always so much going on in my life, and there is always different things going on, and just trying to find the balance for me is something else. But one of my biggest things about shooting content, and particularly shooting this podcast, has been always jump on whenever you feel inspired or you feel motivated to talk about something. So instead of me discussing topics that might feel enforced and not very genuine, or maybe I'm tired and I've got a lot of things going on that I can genuinely speak to you guys. So this morning I decided to join the 4am club and I don't love the 4am club normally because uh, if you've got a choice, why would you want to wake up at that time? But uh, in saying that in the Gold Coast, we don't have daylight saving. It's, I think it's that we don't have it. It's insanity. Like it means that the sun is fully up by like 5 a.m. in the morning. So it's way easier to get into the rhythm of waking up really early. Um, so yeah, I went down and I decided I wanted to be that girl that did the beach walk in the morning. I was like, it is going to be a beautiful day. We have like 10 days of like 35 degrees pretty much. And plus humidity, it is a sauna up here. And I wanted to, you know, I don't live that close to the beach. And that's something that I've always really wanted to, to do once I got back up here was to move closer to the beach. I've always chosen to live near the water because it makes me feel really grounded and inspired. And I just feel like it's such a happy time in the morning. Like if you truly take the time to observe what is going on around you in a morning, there are happy people. Like there are happy doggos absolutely everywhere, living their best life and just being so present in the moment. And you see people working out, you see people surfing, you see people having coffees with their girlfriends. If you have like human observation and you really take it in, it genuinely makes you a happier person to be able to see happier people and animals do really great things and just be really happy in the morning. So yes, I had a stunning, stunning morning walk. Um, but what I was thinking about was I, I've been having discussions this week about living your life in fear of what other people think. And I thought that I would jump on here today to discuss that because that is something that obviously I've had some really big changes in my life. And for some of you guys who are new followers, you might not be aware of my journey. You might not be aware of what I've come from and where I am at the moment. But I went from living in Adelaide, like was a personal trainer. I was engaged to my ex-partner. I was destined for the white picket fence existence. Like I was highly destined to just falling within that mold and that life. And I'm not going to shame ever that existence because I feel like you should never yuck someone's yum. If someone is really content and love that and that's what they want to do, then uh, kudos to you. But I just knew within my heart that I just wasn't destined to that existence and I wasn't destined to living that life. So I've made a series of decisions throughout my I would say the last five years that have definitely become an evolution of uh, fucking what people think and just living your life to the fullest. Um, and uh, I think that one of the easiest things for most people who are trying to break a mold or trying to break out of their circumstances is definitely the idea that you're worried about letting other people down. You're already tied up in an existence and you feel like, oh my God, this is like so hard for me to get out. You are worried about opinions and judgments and you're also worried for yourself. Like what, at the end of the day, how do I feel about it myself if I make this decision and maybe it doesn't work out that how would I feel when that? So there's an enormous amount of pressure that goes on to the idea of just saying, fuck it. And like, I am definitely just a fuck it girl for so many things, but I also am someone that is like, 
incredibly planned out in my fuck it decisions. So this is kind of a multiple thing to discuss and to think about and for you to mull over because realistically, yes, I am someone that is like, fuck it, let's go and do this. And I do so many things now these days without the idea of like repercussions of like, what if, but I genuinely am someone that in the back of my mind always has plan A, B, C and D always like prepared to go so that if fuck it doesn't work out that there are options on the table. And when I hear entrepreneurs and people talking about the idea of like quit your job, like go and live your life to the fullest and like honestly, like the stress of me just quitting my job and not having anything to land on and then the financial pressures of just doing that fuck it mantra is like my idea of hell. So yes, I am a firm believer of fuck it, quit your job, go and start a new career in life and do whatever you want. But like also have like some infrastructure into your decisions of like my fuck it mantra. Like uh, if I am going to go and quit my job, like and I'm going to downgrade my hours, maybe I need to be paying my bills still. I still have life stuff to go and I still want to be able to go on social and do things. I don't want my quality of life to decrease by pursuing a dream. So have another job prepared up, like get your ducks in a line before you do fuck it. But that I'll go into in another discussion. But just have that in the back of your mind always when I am talking about things. Firm believer of Disney dreams, aspirations, but also be like smart about it, sis. Like, you know what I'm saying? And But what I'm saying in terms of thinking about making big decisions and doing crazy things in life and just living your life without fear of opinion and judgment. And I literally spoke to Loz about this the other day. Well, actually it was yesterday. And I was like, I'll tell you the circumstances because I feel like you need some context for it. So one of my ex-colleagues, I was speaking on the phone and um, he was like, oh, did you hear, he didn't say, did you hear? He's like, I just wanted to let you know, actually he sent me a message originally and he was like, I just want to let you know that um, I was in a work meeting the other day, he still works at the same place that I worked at and they were talking about the fact that uh, you do OnlyFans Um, and I was like, uh, lol, because the particular people that he was talking about, I was like, Honestly, I haven't even thought about those people for like 18 months. Like genuinely, like my life is so full and so great with so many things that I don't think about people of my past that have no relevance or existence to my life. Of course, people of the past hold a place in my heart, but I don't necessarily am thinking about them. When they said the names, I was just like, lol, first of all. And I was just like pretty straight up about it because I reflected for a second. I was like, how do you honestly feel about that? And I was like, I just don't care. Like, I honestly don't care. Like, if people are talking about me and uh, if they're negatively or positively, I wasn't asking for like, hey, what were they saying and like wanting further information. Literally what was running through my head was A, haha, you've just been paying for my OnlyFans to go and see my content. So thanks. Like, you're just continuing to fuel my fire. Secondly, like, I just don't give a shit. Like, uh, I put that content out there and I am acutely aware that anything that you put online is forever. And be realistic with yourself also if you are a sis that is going into OnlyFans and going into this creator space or any creating for that matter. You have to be with okay with the fact that anything that you put online is an open forum and it can go anywhere. And it's forever. The things that you talk about, the stuff that you do, It is a forever thing. And I'm not saying to be afraid of it, but I'm just saying be realistic with yourself. If that content got around to your family members, if it got around to your close friends, how would you feel about it? And uh, on like it, when I talk about it and when I think about it, for me, like I have been fully transparent with my best friends and my family about everything that I do on OnlyFans. Uh, 
And uh, if you ask me straight to my face, I would tell you also, I have no shame in the content that I provide and I have no shame in what I'm doing within that space. And uh, my family know why I'm doing it. Like they know why I have this additional business income. Like this is not for me just creating content for fun. This is a business model, guys. Like when you see me posting on OnlyFans and you are seeing locked content that might be a little bit provocative in terms of its con- like comments, A, I fucking like love to do the copy for it because it's so spicy and it's just like a game. Like I feel like it's like, because it's locked content, if you're not familiar with OnlyFans, like they can't see what the image is. It's the actual caption that's like leading people into opening up it. And sometimes it will be really spicy, but sometimes it will be a bit more wholesome. And it's kind of a gamble and it's like human behavior to see what people unlock and what they do. And sometimes you might get like really graphic and super interesting with it. And it could literally just be like such a soft image versus like something a bit more spicy. Um, But like, uh, I feel like it's just like a bit of a fun like outlet for me and I love it. But also like the money that I'm earning for OnlyFans is a business model that is going towards like my bigger picture dreams and aspirations. So like realistically, anyone having an opinion on what I do on it, it's like, lol, like uh, you can think whatever you want. I'll just laugh my way to the bank. Like uh, my care factor is close to zero. Like everyone does whatever they want to do in life. And A, I, I like creating content on there. I like doing spicy content. I like to have a different outlet where you can be earning direct money from Instagram and social media and all these other channels. You are creating an enormous amount of value for people, which often doesn't have revenue. Like I don't create content for like hard revenue things. Most of the time it is genuinely just adding world. I mean, this podcast, yes, I would love for it to evolve into a business model. Absolutely. That is what I'm gunning for. I would be stupid to be sitting here to say that. But uh, ultimately, like I create an enormous amount of value without asking for anything back. I'm also a business hustler. I need to be having my revenue streams. So when it comes to something like OnlyFans and a lot of people, girls would ask me about their opinion about like, how do you get the confidence to do it? Like, how do you like stop worrying about what other people think? Well, the answer is really simply this. Like you just have to, at the end of the day, as long as you're okay with it, the people that you love that are in your circle, whether that's your boyfriend or girlfriend, or whether it's your mom and dad and your sisters and your great auntie and your uncle, like as long as the people around you or the people that you are really close and hold dear to your heart, understand what you're doing, why you're doing it. And regardless of that, why you might love to do it, it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter as long as everybody knows, like if my mom was like anonymously tipped a nude picture from me, from OnlyFans, uh, I, my mum wouldn't be like, oh my God, Henry. I mean, she would be like, oh my God, Henrietta, I received the most disturbing message. But she, only because she probably would have just been like naked, but she wouldn't be surprised. Like she would be like, I know what Henny does on here. I know what her like levels are. I know what she shows on there. I know what she does on there. And so like ultimately, as long as my mum and dad and like my partner and my sisters and stuff like that, like are okay with me and my best friends and stuff, that's all that matters. And I think that that's really important when you're doing big decisions in life, guys, is don't be naive to the fact that, you know what, the people in your intimate, like immediate circle, they might have an opinion on it. They might think, I don't know that that's such a great idea. And they might try and verbalize and shift their fears onto you. 
You just have to remember when you're going into conversations and 100%, if you are going into something that is going to be a big venture and it is going to be something that you're really passionate about and excited about, you need support network around you and you need people to be understanding that you can talk to and vent to and not be hiding that part of yourself from the world from. Because if you had to do that journey alone, if you had to hide it from yourself constantly, it would have such a negative connotation with the content or what you were doing. It would have such an enormous amount of pressure on doing it because you would be like, I'm embarrassed to be creating this content to an extent because I'm afraid of what people are going to think of me, which will prevent you from ever harnessing your true potential and stepping into the person that you can be for whatever you want to be doing. I mean, obviously I'm talking about OnlyFans because that is a bit more of a taboo content creation world, but hell, I still post the just the spicy content on Instagram and stuff as well. But like, it's just one of those things that you really have to be mentally like, as long as like, uh, I know what my boundaries are. I know that my circle around me are supportive and you know what maybe sometimes your circle won't support you maybe there will be people within the mix that don't understand and particularly for things like OnlyFans you are going to have people that would definitely be like disapproving hating on it shaming you on it but you have to block the outside noise out and you have to stay focused on what I want to do what I want to achieve and who I want to be And I think back to all of the times that I could have just said, I'm too scared. It's too hard. I'm too worried of what people will think. And, uh, how different, how how crazily different my life would have been if I hadn't decided to have the courage to just do it. And like, even if you think about, I don't, I don't really often talk about this because uh, it's been like, it feels like a lifetime ago for me. But when I was in my long-term relationship, when I was with my ex-partner for 10 years, he's not a bad person. And I will never say anything negative about him. Honestly, it was just a case of that we had evolved into become very different people. We were 19 when we got together. We'd been together for 10 years. He wanted a white picket he wanted that lifestyle and that's what he really wanted and I moved to Sydney and had really evolved into a different person and was business driven and creative and like wanting to go and explore and do different things so I feel like for me when I was engaged and I was organizing a wedding people had like booked trips to like go to Bali because we were originally going to get married in Bali and uh, my family were invested. They loved him so much. Like he was a great guy. Like he was a, a so great for so many reasons, but he wasn't the great guy, a great guy for me. And um, there were so many different parties that were involved when I was making that decision to break the relationship off. And I honestly, I think I was in denial for so long because I knew I knew how upset everyone would be around me. And that's when I say that it's really important that your like circle around you are supporting you because. I didn't communicate it to anyone how I was feeling, but I knew that it didn't feel right. Like, and I didn't even think I admitted it to myself at the time. Like, I honestly just think that I was in such denial about the fact that I no longer aligned with him. I no longer wanted to be with him, but I just didn't know what to do about it. And so it went for months. Like, it was probably like six months that I was feeling just not so good about the relationship and like, I just didn't feel good. And then it was literally Christmas day and Christmas day just felt like, so off like I can't even describe how off it felt like I just felt like I was living the wrong life like that was the best way of describing it like I honestly felt like I was living someone else's life and I was watching over and this wasn't mine it was such a disconnection from the relationship from just like feeling genuine and authentic like I felt like I was around my family and I was faking it like it was a really extreme experience for me I've never felt a disconnection so strong in my life and then we, nothing had particularly happened, but we were sitting there at the end of the night and I honestly just looked at him and it was such bad timing, but like, fuck, you can't pick timing in life. And I just looked at him and I was like, 
I can't do this. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, I am so sorry, but I am not in love with you anymore. And I literally picked up my bag and a bottle of wine and I was walking around the streets of Clovelly, like, what the fuck are you doing? And I, like, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? But I just knew, like, I knew every fiber of my being, even though I was terrified, knew that I was doing the right thing. And so you can see in this particular situation, if I had decided to people please Anna to continue living that life and serving a life for different people, I would have never been fulfilling my own life. And the ripple effect of what happened from that moment was so profound. Like I cannot even comprehend what that decision. And obviously at that time, like I didn't necessarily have like a solid jumping platform, but like at the end of the day, it wasn't career. Like I knew I still had money. I knew that I still had family. I still had like all of the network. Mind you, it was extremely difficult as well. Like uh, my family, I'm extremely close to and this is not a reflection on uh, like them as humans. But when I told them the next day, they were in such shock. Like they were in, and this is why I said that it's so important to let everyone know what's going on because I would never put my family in that position again. Sadly, I didn't know at the time that I was feeling that way, but they were in such shock. They were just uh, so desperately sad and heartbroken. Like they were, like they had lost a son that day. Like they honestly had lost a son and they had no idea that it was coming. They had no idea I was feeling that way. And they felt desperately sad as well because they were like, we, we couldn't have even been there for you and we didn't even know. But that was an extremely difficult time because not only had I had like broken up with my partner, like uh, my family really weren't talking to me. Like they didn't really, like they were just like, we need some time to think about it. And I was kind of like stranded. Like I had some really good friends at that time to look after me. But like even like Nanook, like Nanook was, I said that to Rob, my ex-partner, I was like, you can stay at the house. Um, because like this is me that's doing it but like Nanook was at this house and um, it was like so hard like I was a single girl like on a really shit wage trying to find a place still close to the beach because I'd moved to Sydney because I wanted to live near the ocean and I um, was trying to find a pet friendly place like it was actually madness like it was insane and I just had a vision in my mind that I was like I just want a beautiful home to live in like I want and in hindsight and I, I found this place I found my dream place uh, and it was so expensive. Like for a single person, I think it was $650 a week, which is fucking expensive in Sydney. It's just expensive in general. And um, I knew that I had to live there and I would do whatever it takes to live there. So yeah, that's I um, I moved into that place. But when you think about it, if I hadn't had the courage and if I'd lived, kept on living that life for other people, I would have never ended up in the place that I did. And every single like moment after that pushed me into becoming the person that I am today like I live by myself for the first time I did 2020 pandemic by myself with Nanook like in an apartment I like led a brand by myself I became best friends with Lauren because like you know we both needed each other over that time like Lauren and our relationship and our friendship really bonded over a time where we really needed each other the most which I think is so incredible about our friendship Loz was just recovering from her operation. I was newly single and was like in this new space of like becoming a head of brand for her and everything. And we just really bonded over that time of 2020 as well, because we just depended on each other so much. And um, I think that it's really incredible to know that the roots of our friendship and relationship, I think we work together so good for business as well, because 
our, our relationship started with business. So we know at the end of the day that our best interest is both at the business mindset, but our friendship also comes into the equation now as well. Um, but that's a little bit, I'll, I'll, I'll get lots to come and talk on the podcast actually, because I think that you guys love when we, um, we talk together also when we used to do the Hype Girls podcast too. So we'll definitely um, jump on here and have some more chats too for you guys. But yeah, as you can see that if I had lived a life uh, many different times, if I don't have the courage to post content on social media. I mean, like I post a really spicy Halloween picture last night, which I absolutely knew would stir some feathers. Like I just fucking love it. I love the shit stirring. I sit there and I just think, what little fucking Karen am I going to piss off with this post? Like you just know that people are going to do it. But if you have it in your mind, like, fuck it. Do I actually care? Like you don't know these people. You don't know people on social media. And as I said, Unless it is my mum, my dad, uh, my boyfriend or my sisters sharing that message, I do not give a shit who's talking about it. You keep on sharing it. You keep the algorithm up. Every time you share it and you have a conversation about my content, it means that I am top of mind of you for that day and for that moment and you're going to keep on keeping that engagement up and I have a really robust, strong community. So the more that you guys are talking about it, whether it is good or bad, the better it is for me. And I think that that's the other thing that you guys need to remember, particularly if you're a content creator coming into this world, that conversation, whether it is good or bad, is good conversation. All conversation is good conversation when it comes to creating content, sharing content. You want to people to be talking. Like the whole reason you are coming, you have to remember that. The whole reason you are coming on social media is to be different. If you want to be the same, then you will never be doing anything incredible in the market and you are always going to be doing the same thing as everybody else. You are not going to be seen. You need to be ruffling feathers, whether it is controversial conversation, whether it is interesting information. If it's a different opinion, you're not going to gel with everyone. I say this a million times over. If you're not my jam in life, choose another condiment. But like you're going to find people that even though they don't like jam, will still keep on coming back and putting jam on toast and saying, I don't like jam on toast. Uh, Why am I here? Why am I eating it? Like I'm going to go and tell that jam that I don't like it. Like you will always get those people that are going to do it. But uh, these are people that have got too much time on their hands. And honestly, as I said before, just keep on talking, good or bad. You cannot live your life in fear of the opinion of what other people think of you and what they're going to do. And the reason I wanted to come on here and discuss this is because this is something that comes up in my like question box and in social media so, so much from you guys is that fear of... Uh, not truly stepping into yourself because you are so desperately afraid of the idea of uh, losing a life that you currently have for a new life that you desperately want. Uh, And uh, it comes as a trade-off. You have to be aware that you are always going to be taking a gamble in life when you fully transparently step into the person that you are meant to be. But it will be the most rewarding, incredible gamble if you take it and you really truly follow it through uh, I'm getting goosebumps because I like genuinely am like thinking about like you guys and like the people that I talk to on the daily and when I get messages from you guys and when you tell me hey I listen to you or I, I um I like read your posts and stuff and you're like I did this and I did this and this is what I've done before it like that is so so fulfilling for me and I genuinely I've got little goosebumps all over me because like it's not just me that I'm talking about like of course I'm telling you guys from my examples of it of being that fearless person that has gone for things and been really brazen and posted the pictures done the content does the crazy ideas and lives this life to the fullest of being truly authentically myself Uh, but 
you guys can do it too as well. Like a, I am just a precedent. I am just an example of someone who has done it before you. And it might not be the exact same circumstances. It might not be the same scenario. No one's ever going to have the same dreams, goals and aspirations. But what I would suggest for you is to really lean into what are my big, big dreams and aspirations. And I've talked about this previously in terms of figuring out what your goals and dreams are, that it is extremely difficult to know maybe what it is, but you will have a feeling of something that you want to do. You will have a slight glimmer of something that's, I would love to do that, but I could never do that. And you kind of lean a little bit more into it and you're like, well, maybe I could do that. And maybe I could just try it a little bit. And then like you've got nothing to lose and everything to gain. As I said, though, just let the people that know around you what you're doing, why you're doing it. And if you're really passionate about doing art, let's say, and you are like, oh my God, I'm so terrified that people are going to hate what my artwork looks like and they're not going to like what it is. It doesn't matter if they don't like it, but maybe they do really love it as well. Like there's always two sides to the coin. Someone could really love it. They could really hate it. Or maybe it's a conversation started that there's two parties that are so indifferent about it that causes momentum for it to become even bigger than itself, you know? So like, it's good to have those like two sides of the conversations, people's ideas and like art is a really interesting one. And I feel like content creation, podcasts, uh, media, fashion, everything, like you're always going to have a different opinion and review about it, which is so, so fine. Like you don't expect to please everyone. Of course, you would love to please as many people as you can with what you're doing in life, but ultimately you don't have to please everyone. You just have to please yourself. Um, Um, But yeah, I think that I probably should wrap that up today. I, as always, am so grateful that you are here. I hope that you go out today and you really start to think about what if uh, and uh, the idea that you are so, so capable of the most crazy limitless possibilities if you (laughs) – possibilities – the limitless possibilities if you really just decide – I'm going to be the girl or the guy that just goes for it today. And I'm going to live a life that is truly destined for me. And I am going to stop uh, living my life to serve another person and start living my life to serve myself. Uh, And that could be for being in a toxic relationship. That could be in a job that you absolutely hate. You could dislike where you live. You could be wanting to create new friendship circles because you feel like you no longer align. You could be any variation of whatever that doesn't feel right for you anymore, but you do have the power, you do have the option to go out and fulfill and live a life that is so much bigger than just yourself. So go out today and be the person that just goes for it. Strike the conversation, start the podcast, uh, post on social media, start a new conversation with someone else, Uh, start educating yourself, start a new course that's getting you one step closer because I think it's really important if you want to do something to start educating yourself really well so that you become the most profound in that world. But just be the person that starts today. I hope you go out and you are that person that starts today. I hope you are kind to other people. I hope you are even kinder to yourself. Thank you so much again for joining me. I would love for you to share the podcast. I would love for you to reach out, send me a message. I read every single one of your DMs and messages and I write back to every single one of them. And I'm just internally grateful for your love and support. So thank you for being here. Thank you for being authentically yourself. And I will talk to you soon. Bye guys.